Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Dylan. Hey, Matt. Dude, I am genuinely bummed with our lack of Christmas yeah. options this year. I mean, I feel like we've talked about it before, but damn. I, like, damn. I honestly think of everything that I watched, I think Candy Cane Lane is the strongest of the new films, but that's also because the bar is real low. It's so low because I didn't like Candy I, Cane Lane. Now, granted, I liked it more than the other That's what I mean. Like, of all the 2023 (laughs) movies, that was the one I had the most fun with. But I still don't think it's good. You know what I mean? Like, it's we're in this really weird... This is a weird year. This is a very weird year. It's a very weird year. I feel like even the people, like, around me are, are weird this year. Like, it's just... I don't... I don't think mellow's the right word. There's, like, a melancholy around around me but i don't know if it's me like i feel like i'm doing all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited for the season what about you man how are you feeling well i mean this is coming out in like january or february but but i was right fuck never mind (laughs) save that for another day i will say that this movie so first of all this movie best christmas ever uh which is how the punctuation 
tells us we have to say the name. Which, first off, that title. Title's a lie. <laughs> this is not the best Christmas no, ever. No. So there are moments in this movie that I think, well, this is all right. Yeah. But ultimately, like, I'm looking at my notes. And I wrote, before we even knew we were going to discuss this one, I put it on and just was like, I'll just write some notes just in case. Because I certainly wasn't going to rewatch it. And I wrote down five things in total. And one of them was, and I do stand with this. I actually think this movie is shot better than a lot of Netflix Christmas movies in the sense of like, it's... This movie is shot like a movie you could watch in the yeah. theater. Like, like it wouldn't be shocked. To yeah, see I mean, you would be shocked to see it because it's of like kind of low quality. Because it's not. Yeah, good. but but, <laughs> but do we sound so bummed right now? Well, no, like, let's start. <laughs> both of our voices let's start are like, here. Do you know yeah, who it. directed this movie? The director of this movie is Mary. Do Lambert. you know who that is though? Not a fucking clue. I'm just looking at what she directed Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery 2. That's weird. I don't know. I wasn't gonna her pick career that. took a weird twist. So she was like, I've listened to the Pet Cemetery commentary tracks. She was like super involved in the punk music scene back in the day. Like, she's the reason why the Ramones wrote the song Pet Cemetery for Pet Cemetery because she was just friends with the band. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, yeah. hey, I'm doing this movie. Do you want to write a song for it? <laughs> so distracted by her wiki. Like, she did Halloween Town 2, Calabar's yep. Revenge, for our Disney Channel original movie fans out there. She also directed the third uh, and the only urban legend movie to have supernatural elements yep. in it, uh, Bloody Mary. This is fucking but weird. Then out in like, no- this is but out wild. of nowhere, it was like two years ago, she did A Castle for Christmas. <laughs> With Carrie L.U.'s for Netflix. And I guess that was like her getting her foot in the door with these Netflix movies. Which is funny because that's like during this movie, you can see a Netflix Christmas movie playing in the background. And it's not this movie. It's it's a movie with Vanessa yeah, Hudgens. Well, listen, it, so. do you, have I not fully explained to you the way that the Netflix christmas universe works yeah 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 we've we've these, gotten into these it. movies the MV, all fold into the, each other literally one of ncc one one of these days i was thinking about this because i rewatch the christmas prince trilogy and the princess switch trilogy every single year and i'm like we're gonna have to do these and we're gonna have to do them as individual movies because each one does deserves the dissection well that's what i was dude could you imagine like and I'm I'm sitting here. I've got my Fezziwig. Dude, pro- shout out. That's my pick for this year. Uh, Sam Adams Fezziwig. Old Fezziwig. It's a great beer. Matt's not a drinker, but I'm sure we've got some listeners that are into beer. Uh, highly recommend that. But I can just see us like sitting doing like a marathon yeah. session where we just talk about each movie one after the other. And I'm just pounding <laughs> Fezziwigs. And I'm like, let's but, go, bro. Let's get this. But Christmas Princess but two. what I was going to say is Princess <laughs> Switched. There is a moment where Vanessa Hutchins sits down, turns on the TV. You hear the like clunk, clunk, like Netflix logo. And then immediately yeah. Christmas Prince starts playing. And she's just like, oh, my God, my favorite movie of all time. Like, this is a year after that movie came out. <laughs> like, of all like, time. They're just, You're like, that beats back. Yeah, the like, future. they're just like... <laughs> 
They're just like really like hammering at home. There is one joke in this movie that got an audible laugh out of me. And I'm curious if it. Yeah. Did you laugh once watching this movie? I laughed a few times during this movie, though a lot of those times was like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> in terms of this? I will say, like, we we will have to go a little bit beat for beat for this with this one, because, listen, this movie starts out one way and ends a totally this, different way. This movie is wild. So I guess spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, go, but but tell me, what was the joke that made you laugh before we so get into So it's pretty it? early on in the movie. It's when they're driving and Brandy's character gets brought up. Um, and let me get their names okay. pulled up here. Uh, Jackie. So Heather Graham's character of Charlotte is talking to her husband, Rob, played by Jason Biggs. And she says, like, you used to date Jackie. She goes, you were even in that bad No Doubt cover band. And he's like, we weren't a no doubt cover band. She goes, your band's name was Total Confidence. It's such a weird fucking pull. It's such a, <laughs> but that joke worked for me so well. It, oh, it works for you. It's that joke is specifically written for like yeah. you and I. Like, like it's fucking insane. But it's weird that that joke was in this. Very movie. much so. I mean, again, I don't know, but it's weird that a lot of listen. Ma- maybe Mary Lambert's pulling some of her punk roots again, and she's like, you know, who is punk? That makes sense. no doubt. Yeah. Let's make a no doubt ska punk reference. But yeah, so the basic focus of this movie is we start off with this end of the year Christmas letter from Brandy's character, Jackie. And Charlotte, played by Heather Graham, hates these letters. She thinks that these letters are kind of obnoxious, that they're braggy, that it's people making up a bunch of stuff. Which, to be fair... It's true. She's not wrong. She's not wrong at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's what these mostly are, especially the way uh, Charlotte, Brandy's character has been yes. writing or not Jackie. charlotte the uh, what's her name jackie jackie brandy's character the way this first letter is written is very oh braggy. super braggy like it sets jackie out to be an ass 100 <laughs> now then we get to meet charlotte and rob's kids and those are uh, grant who's like super attached to this stuffed monkey named bob Bobby and their daughter Dora who's obsessed they say obsessed with Marvel comics and then she constantly references DC comic characters throughout yeah. the whole movie yeah she's ju- just into yeah just say superheroes they're like, they're like she's super into yeah. Marvel and then she's like this is like Batman yeah. he's faster than the Flash <laughs> she like just fucking twitters all yeah. over him she's like I'm not obsessed with Marvel you fucker yeah. maybe it's I'm obsessed with fucking DC. Release the Snyder yeah. Cut, bitch. Maybe, maybe that's supposed to show how out of touch Charlotte is with her own kids. Who knows? <laughs> because they do that a lot in this movie, too. Yeah, so Charlotte thinks that her family is underwhelming, and that may be part of why she doesn't like Jackie's letters. Rob really wants to, like, flip houses, and Charlotte, like, was supposed to be an inventor, but now she's just, like, working a ho-hum job or whatever. Now, Grant reads this and their son, Grant, reads this end of the year letter. And this is like insane to me. Mm-hmm. This this whole setup yeah. is chaos. This entire movie I know, is but chaos, like, from the From the jump, this is insane. This movie ends with them in a hot air balloon 
with like a fan oh, on it. Oh, it's a solar powered by yeah, gloves. a solar powered like- <laughs> air balloon. This is a Christmas first, everybody. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Put down that smartphone and listen to me. I'm Matthew Milligan, professional musician and lifelong Weird Al fan. Each week, I'm joined by professional podcaster and close personal friend Matt Kelly to take a dive off the deep end into the vast career of pop culture icon Weird Al Yankovic on our show, Weird Algorithm. Along with some very special guests from the worlds of music and comedy, we tackle every song, every television appearance, and every bit of sketch comedy Al has produced in chronological order, covering the good old days of My Bologna and Eat It, the fun zone of tacky and white and nerdy, and everything in between. As we go, we're ranking the songs, albums, and music videos in the hopes of creating the ultimate guide to a career bigger than the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. So the next time you're having one of those days stuck in a traffic jam wondering why does this always happen to me, just kick off your sneakers and stick around for a while because we've got it all on Weird Algorithm, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now you know. Was that enough references? Grant decides, I want to meet this Jackie person. Her family seems great. And just puts their her address in the GPS. And yeah. at no point, while driving to what is supposed to be Charlotte's mom's house, is Charlotte like... <laughs> sister. Her sister's, sister's house, whatever. House. Is she like, yeah. this isn't how we get to my sister's house. Dude, so <laughs> like at one point, apparently she had said, like, I'd love to spend Christmas with her family or some shit. And the son took that as like, oh, because he doesn't know context yeah. clues. Apparently. He only knows monkeys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, the entire family falls asleep. Jason Biggs included, which is really weird to me. <laughs> like, number one. Don't fall asleep on your fucking passenger or on your driver if you are the main passenger, unless things have been agreed upon. If what they're saying is true, the sister's house is not far from them. 
He literally wakes up and says, didn't she move closer to us? (laughs) It's nighttime. (laughs) As if to look at Heather Graham's character and go, what the fuck are you thinking? Why did you? (laughs) You didn't like look and notice like, hey, this GPS says we won't be there for five hours. I thought your sister's house was 20 minutes away. (laughs) It's a real, uh, it's a real like dumb and dumber situation where. (laughs) Yeah, like that. So they that John up, Denver was yeah. full of shit, <laughs> right? Jesus Christ! So they pull up. So they get to Jackie's and like the house. middle of the yeah, night. They realize their mistake, and Jackie's like, "Stay for the night at least. Like this is insane. It's like ten at night. You're gonna have to drive like four more hours. Just like spend the night and leave in the morning." Yeah, but also there was she was very much not. Like what the yeah. fuck? Like this yeah, you just dropped, you just showed up unannounced. She's like, we always put that in the letters, but no one took us up on it before. Yeah, like the kid. L- number one, throw the whole fucking kid out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if that shit happens, and my son's like, surprise, I put in somebody else's address. You know, what? no, I'm and not like, blaming the kid at that point because again, oh yeah, you should. You're the noticed. adult. <laughs> That's yeah. true. What I guess what I mean is if I would be driving and I discover it, I'm turning around like, you touch my shit yeah, again. I'll fucking touch my kill fucking you. GPS I will fucking end your life. Could you imagine if we showed up at her house? Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, so they end up spending the night. They meet her husband, yeah. Valentino, who's like super in shape. And they also very attractive Hispanic mm-hmm. man. And they also meet their her very skeptical daughter. Beatrix, who's so annoying. See, and I was going to say probably the most interesting character in the. I didn't say she's yeah. not interesting. So she is trying to uh, prove that it is impossible for Santa to do all the things that we're yeah. told, and I think it makes sense, right? Like they're like eight ish years old. It's like right around that point where you yeah. still want to believe, but you're realizing that, like, this yeah, this weird. doesn't add up. Like so, like nothing's making so sense. i think that there's a part like i think the actress makes some weird choices in how she performs it because i i feel yeah. like the script probably is calling for her to be more hopeful that she's going to prove that santa does exist and that it's possible whereas her it seems very much like she wants to prove that that's what and i think it's in the way that she reads the lines because the lines yeah. feel like they could be either way as they're written yeah so but while this is happening, meanwhile, Jackie, Brandy's character, and Rob, Jason Big's character, are all over oh, each yeah. other. It's the entire first half of this movie, Heather Graham's character is supposed to think that they're hooking up, but everything points to that they're yeah. hooking up. Like they are all over each other, and she is well within her right to be 100%. Upset and then it. what it ends up being revealed is that Rob has been secretly sending out Christmas letters every year. Why is this a big holdup? Well, like, you can't just have a simple... How did you marry someone and you can't have a conversation of, hey, I know you don't like these letters, but I do like updating our friends and family. So, like, I'm not asking you to read them, but I think I'm going to send them out. Yeah, I'm going to send them out. No biggie. Okay, situation yeah, there done. is nothing you and Jackie can be friends there is in in another world this is a movie about charlotte and and rob's relationship 
ending in divorce. Yeah. That's why I met, like, I texted you multiple times, not sure where this movie was going, because it was very much setting up that Jackie and Rob were but, hooking So you up. didn't have surprise dead child and air balloon, uh, solar powered air not. balloon as a tribute I to them? I did not have solar powered <laughs> air balloon uh, on my best Christmas ever bingo card. Um, I'm just like, I thought this was a wife swap movie at one point. <laughs> Because <laughs> at one point you uh, wanted the, the stuffed monkey to come to life and kill everybody. Like you had a million yeah. ideas. <laughs> there were three. Here was my top three guesses that was happening. That, mostly not serious. Number one, I was like, this monkey's creepy as fuck. Just the way that Jackie felt later on. Um, this monkey's going to come to life and kill them all. Number one. Number two, it's a fucking wife swap movie. Um, Charlotte's gonna hook up with uh, Jackie's yeah. husband, yeah, and Jackie's gonna hook up with Rob, and we're actually just gonna all live happily ever after because there's no way that this ends in a sad moment. Uh, if they're swapping, they're just like, "Hey, we worked better this way," and I'm like, "That's a weird fucking message to cross yeah. <laughs> to pass out right now." Three, um, because of how horrible they were to this woman, I was like, "This movie's gonna end with Jackie." killing her or charlotte killing herself yeah, i mean i was like heather graham is going to kill herself in this here's movie the other because they are so mean the to really her. mean to her this is like a stressful movie that so i mentioned yeah. i mentioned candy cane lane earlier in the episode mm -hmm. candy cane lane is yeah. a solid two hours long this movie's yeah. 80 minutes and it feels longer than candy cane lane when you're watching Dude. it <laughs> they wrap up everything in the first 45 yeah. minutes they get to a dollhouse, which that's been, that's another big reveal. Jackie's been making a dollhouse uh, for her husband to remind him of his childhood and stuff like that. Super cool. But this is the big climax. This is where it's discovered that Rob has been writing these letters and that Jackie and Rob have not been having an affair and we all love each other. Cool. And that's when I'm like, all right. I think I like paused it to go use the bathroom. I hit the pause button and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> We're wrapping up everything. Yeah, right they now. had to build There's the third act. 30 you know how you know how the old left. adage about like first act you set up problems, second act you resolve problem, third act you create new problems and solve those. <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly that's perfect three act structure. Like, seriously, I, I was like, there's 30 minutes left, and she just broke the damn dollhouse. Yeah, they, like, what the that, hell is happening? And, like, yeah, I, I had a suspicion the son was dead when, like, you weren't hearing mm. anything about him. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, it was like they, they had to resolve all of this misunderstanding stuff first, so then yeah. they could bring up the dead son and everything else later. But what's funny is you could have also seen in a movie like this them just never mention the song yeah. again. Like you could totally this movie could have one hundred percent been that way where they're just like, yeah, he's gone, yeah, he's, he's doing his thing, and we're back, we're back to normal. The, it is so weird because you also can't tell me. She goes, the, the you find out that Jackie's son Brandy is dead. Uh, Brandy's son is dead. <laughs> She says it's not something you put really in a letter. And I I'm like why yeah. not? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, 
<laughs> I'm like, that seems like it would be perfect to put in a yeah. letter. Like, unfortunately, when you're ready, yeah. you're not sending the letter out the yeah, next day. But like, but yeah. after some mourning, you can say like, unfortunately, or, or even make it a separate yeah, letter. We lost. You can we have lost like our a bonus. Letter. Yeah, we lost our beloved Daniel, but we we're celebrating yep. his life this year by blank. Like. It's yeah. so contrived. It's really weird to keep this a secret. Well, it's so contrived because she's like, I wasn't lying when I said that Daniel was the reason why we built this this solar. Like, she was like, she said, Daniel built this solar air balloon to, like, do this thing. Yeah. And she's like, because he was there with us in spirit when we did it. So I wasn't lying. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, <that's... laughs> yeah, that makes sense to literally only you. And, like, so yeah. you're sending this letter to everybody. Everybody. So even your yeah. family who probably attended his funeral is reading this bullshit letter and being like, what yeah. the fuck is she talking about right now? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. She's talking about how amazing her life is right now. <laughs> dude, happening? it is. It's so, so, but here's what I'll say. Yeah. This is, if we're going to do sliding scale or whatever, I think I would still rewatch this sooner than I'd rewatch Genie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because this is the type of movie, this, much like Last Christmas, which is the better movie. I would 100% watch Last Christmas. But this with Last Christmas, you just want to sit with someone and go, you're never going to guess where this movie goes. (laughs) No, when when this shit twists, boy, are you going to be like, no. (laughs) So like, but, but so much happens in the second half of this movie. Like, Heather Graham's character gets fired because the vacuum she made is exploding. But, like, also she warned them that it was exploding. Like, she's like, these are broken. You shouldn't ship them. And so she she loses her job, but she's also created these gloves that are crumb repellent. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me because if you were like, if. Okay, suppose you have a bag of Cheetos, much like Brandy does later in the movie where she's trying the gloves out, and she picks up some Cheetos, and she goes to eat them. If you're saying it's repellent, all of that cheese dust is getting on your pants, yeah. right? Like, every all yeah, of those like, cheese crumbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking everywhere. <laughs> this is a worse problem you're creating than the cheese this dust. Is, this is an incredible one of those, like... Do you ever you well you haven't watched The Simpsons nearly as much as I have, but they no, always no, no. make fun of like Troy McClure in the first couple seasons of The Simpsons was always hosting some late night talk show about inventions, and it was always like yeah. this is an invention solving a problem that nobody is suffering from. Like yeah, this is the suck. Yeah, cut. it's the suck cut from, from Wayne's fucking World. Wayne yeah. World. It certainly does. Yeah, suck. Like, it's like <laughs> it's like half the time. Look. Maybe I'm just a disgusting human being. Half the enjoyment of eating Cheetos is then licking those cheese crumbs off of my fingertips yeah. after the fact. Or, you know, easy to solve problem, just tip the yeah. bag. Tip. Like, just tip the bag. Like, you're okay. Just fucking tip it. You're going to be fine. People have come up with so- ways to solve all types of situations. I know someone who eats all of their Oreos with a fork. That's because. What? They put the fork into the cream and then dip it into the milk so they don't get milk on their fingertips. That's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
great idea. You're getting a full cookie dump. Yeah. Like a full cookie dump. You're yeah. not like missing Submerge part of the it all and then bring without it out getting your fingers all gross. Right into your mouth. Boom boom. And, and then set the next one up. <laughs> so with these fucking gloves, hold on, we're not done. We're at these fucking gloves. <laughs> Because because this movie still has more. The, the, we get to the end, okay? And it's determined that the uh, the fucking hot air balloon that is solar powered isn't working. I don't remember what's wrong with it, why it's not working. It's Here's the thing. They say it's not working and they give an overly scientific explanation because idiots like us will just be like, yeah, that sounds like that makes yeah, sense. That, right. <laughs> that the gloves are going to power the air balloon to which Brandy puts the gloves on, just grabs the side of the air balloon and it starts working. And then she goes, would you like, a?" this is my favorite part. Would you like a ride to the pageant or the performance, wherever the hell, whatever the hell's going on? And Heather Graham goes, is there enough room in there for two? To which, because she has Bob on the on her back. Yeah. Brandy goes, yeah. And then proceeds to throw a rope ladder over the fucking hot air balloon as Heather Graham, like, dangly crawls up it. And I'm like, no fucking way. Two things. One, you're bringing that hot air balloon back down so I can get in the fucking basket. <laughs> Two, I'm not getting in that hot air balloon. No, no, are you this is kidding. Me? This is like when people are like, "I'm afraid to fly." Think of all the musicians who died, and it's like, yeah, they died in airplanes they built themselves. Yeah, they were flying around in like their farm. Like, so this they is, don't. Well, pull also, the rope. also, sorry, side note, yeah. The question of is there room for two in there? Who has an air balloon for one? Yeah. Who, who is who is like building a single rider air balloon? Yeah. Yeah. That's a scary thought, man. So so they the the they never pull the rope ladder up, if I remember correctly. No, it's just dangling. It's just dangling. Because people, there's another fucking plot point. To wrap up yeah we got the fact that santa <laughs> exists yes and here's how we're gonna do that you forgot about this i forgot you? that they th- listen half the movies we watch tell us that santa exists <laughs> it all bleeds together but, so the ladder hooks on to a sleigh that's on their roof with four reindeer attached yep and heather graham goes hold on keep us up in the sky and she crawls down to the sleigh and then proceeds to mimic a Santa voice. Terribly. Convince, terribly. <laughs> a terrible Santa voice. It's like as bad as like, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Ho, 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 <laughs> I'm, ho. Grant, I'm Sandy Grant. Like, <laughs> I think that's a good name, right? Yeah. Grant, I hope you've been good. Also here. And then chucks Bob out of the fucking sleigh. <laughs> yeah, it's Grant. And that convinces the little girl that's going to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> that that was convincing enough. She saw the proof Listen, that she needed. I saw four four fucking reindeer attached to a sleigh. For some reason there was a hot air balloon above it. <laughs> one <laughs> one that looks suspiciously like the one in my backyard that my mom's been working on all year. <laughs> to which okay. 
this might have just been something I missed. Did no one, did they not ask what that big fucking thing was in the backyard? Nobody asked any questions. Okay, cool. Cool, no cool, 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 no cool, one cool. questioned about anything, Dylan. <laughs> and at one point, they go get money out of a bank. Were they buying a house? Were they talking about letting Rob flip houses? I think that, that, that came they up vaguely. Listen, I started to fall apart towards the end of this. <laughs> I won't lie. I put this on. When I watched this movie, Dylan, I watched this movie because it was 11 o'clock at night and I wasn't and it's 80 minutes. Yeah, I wasn't tired yet. And it was an 80 minute movie. But man, by the midnight point, I was like, when is this shit over? There are. And I will say, like, I love I'm very clear with my love of short movies, but I do love an epic every once in a while. I love Scorsese's Irishman. I really yeah. do enjoy that flick. More happens in this 80-minute movie than in Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, <laughs> which is like five hours. Long. So what you're saying is it's better than The Irishman. Got That's it. That's exactly. So if you're if you if you're looking for a quote to take from here, and let's email the let's email Mary Lambert to give her a solid Christmas 365 quote, and that is best Christmas ever, better than The Irishman. Better than The Irishman. Be- Irishman. Well, Dylan, you know who else is better than the Irishman? Me, bitch. You are, buddy. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Bye. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. What's up everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 